awesome, amazing episode of HR Talk featuring Ricky Bias and JC. They're really great guys, but sometimes they're about as funny as a fart in a fan factory. Try to enjoy the show. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to yet another amazing episode of H. To the Izzard, T to the Izzard, Gizay, what up, how you doing? <laughs> Look I'm at that. I'm going across about the sunny central Florida, the man, the myth, the legend, he stands around in a Superman suit in a closet recording the podcast, and no one knows what he looks like doing it unless I describe it because he's on Zoom, but that's only for me to see him. You don't get to see him because we are an audio-only podcast. We have faces for radio. Please welcome to the stage, Ricky Bias. Thank you. Thank you, all five and a half of you. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Is there a video podcast? Yeah, there, there's a lot of video podcasts out there. A lot of guys are doing them. I, I love the audio form. I really do. So many people put them up on, on the YouTube. They do great jobs at it. Uh, there's a guy up in Gainesville, Florida. Uh, he's got a podcast, the uh, Whoa GNV podcast. It's super good. Don't get me wrong. It's a video podcast. It I, is. I, I like the audio side of things. Yeah, he he's got good video. He's like okay. the Joe Rogan of the Panhandle, I think. Oh you know? wow, the Joe Rogan yeah. of the Pan. I thought that was her. No, I'm not going to say his name. I thought that was Colin a buddy Austin. from Mississippi. Colin. No, we're good. No, you know Colin. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know Colin. He was uh, yeah, disrupt yeah, yeah. chart Gainesville podcast. 1.0. That's right. Yes, sir. Yeah, I I, I like his show. I like his podcast. What? He features business leaders and people like that around the Gainesville area doing a good thing for his community right there. Hey, uh, we are short on time today with that. It's been a great episode. Ladies and gentlemen, have a safe drive. No, what the no, hell? It's going to be a quick one. No, well, you know, I mean, it's Monday night. We're re- we're getting ready for HR Florida 2020. I'm not a hundred percent ready. I'm ready, but I got to get mentally ready. I'm excited, but I still got to get ready for, uh, for the event coming up in a week, brother. Okay, we need to talk about this yeah, immediately we do. right here. Hang on one second, though, okay? Okay, I'm holding. As of today, just a few hours ago, the CDC has updated its travel guidelines for the United States across the entire United States of America, where the CDC is now saying it's dropping its recommendation for travelers to quarantine for 14 days upon returning from trips overseas or out of states during this coronavirus pandemic, Ricky Bias. This is a game changer when we're talking about the world of conferences. This is a game changer when it comes down to people traveling from out of state that are going to be heading to the central Florida area for this huge internationally (laughs) renowned human resource conference. Unless you're from the great state of New York, where Governor Andrew Cuomo refuses (laughs) to comment on the CDC's guidance as right now and continues to remain mum on the quarantine provisions and guidelines. So as of right now, New York, New Jersey and Connecticut, they still have two week quarantine requirements in place for travelers coming from 35 states and territories to New York. So if you are from the Empire State and you head down to Florida and you come back and you have business to attend to or things taking place, you must lock down for two weeks under a threat of a $2,000 penalty as well as other penalties, stipulations, and fines to your business and structure depending on the nature of your business and what you do. With that being said, I regret to inform the HR Talk community that I will not be present in Orlando. Unfortunately, I I had the plane fare booked 
Me and Ricky, we were going back and forth on this one really, really hard. I was talking to my business partner up here in the Empire State. And we were going back and forth about contingency plans, how to overcome 14-day quarantine. Um, business is finally starting to pick up after a period of time of, of nothingness. And when you're operating in the red, you reach a point of no return to where when the sun is shining, you got to make hay, right? That's right. Don't get me wrong. The HR Florida Conference is amazing, fantastic, very great, very good. I'm a huge advocate, big fan. But I'm going to be honest with everyone listening. They're not paying me thousands of dollars to come down there, okay? They're not. They Tens might be paying of dollars. Ricky thousands of dollars because he's a good-looking man. I mean, and he's got post-nominals. I'm not going to dis- I'm, I'm not going to dispute that. No. I'm just the guy, Rick. I do look good. It's okay. You do. I know. I know. Look at those. Look at if if you haven't seen Ricky, go on the social media, go on the Instagram, look at those glasses, look at those eyes, those slits, those little slits in the middle of a tomato. I can look make my those I can make my pecs move. People can't see that. It's Once okay. again, we're not on video. <laughs> so to go back to the audio portion of the podcast here, it was a very, very tough choice. Um, Wait, what are you saying, being JC? On heels, being on the heels of, of having the opportunity to go back to uh, uh, the Space Coast HR Conference and MC that event, and, and we were going to bring HR Talk Podcast live to the floor and, and do what we do best, and then that had to get rescheduled. And, and we stayed very tight with the organizers. Great people. Love those people, truly. And when the new date came about and provisions and guidelines changed and and there's still this emergent need of, of craziness. Well, things got pushed off again and pushed to 2021. With the handshake agreement and that commitment on the table to continue to keep everything in place, to pick up where we left off and bring that top-tier service next year. Totally good. Working with Disrupt HR organizations, same procedures, same policies, same things that are in place. I commend HR Florida for continuing to move forward with this premier conference. Sincerely. I'm just unfortunately at a point, though, where due to the the, the continually changing rules <laughs> in the state that I reside, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm now more limited than you are. And your ability to enjoy the freedom of this country as intended. And to that, I implore every single human resources person that's out there that has the capability and that constitutional freedom <laughs> to present themselves in person at HR Florida in Orlando. Do it. Do it for you. Do it for your business and do it for your country. Wow. Why that it, it, it does not get any more patriotic than that. That sound that sounded like you're in the ticket for the November the November ballot. That's what it sounded like. Who's your running mate? Unfortunately, unfortunately Ricky, at this time, that that is not in the cards. Oh, um, who knows? Maybe someday in the future there could be a possibility of that. But for right now, I I cannot even place that oh. on the table because I'm in New York and I'm not really allowed to travel. So it's not an option either. That's all. So, yeah, man, that that you know, and it. And it's interesting because it, it's it's your governor hasn't talked about those restrictions yet. Yet he likes to tell people 
um, oh, about chicken wings, whether there's food or not, or what kind of soda you can drink. Well, it's exactly. A- <laughs> exactly. You could use a, a you could use a paper straw that's delivered to you in a plastic wrapper. That's totally good. That's perfectly okay. Plastic Turtles approve. <laughs> you know, coronavirus pandemic. What can you do? You can go to Walmart. You can go to Target, Marshalls, TJ Maxx. You cannot, under any circumstance, though, dance. <laughs> you are not allowed to sing karaoke. You can't. You can't sway or tap your foot watching musical performances. Footloose Part Two. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, no, I know, man. It's crazy. Right? <laughs> so wait, hold on, hold on. So, I'm, so, I'm, so I'm sure the rules are going to change, Rick. I'm sure that it's emerging still, and it's it's kind of a whole thing, but. Uh, business is business at the end of the day. You had to make a game time call, but for the conference, I'll be there for you over zoom. We'll get something figured out. And, uh, and, and if not, I know that the human resource world is in capable hands in your hands. Oh, wow. Which are uh, very largely, uh, capable of holding (laughs) them all. Largely capable. You know, it, it does suck JC because it's, I was really looking forward of having, you know, just the show, the show being live, the sh- doing the red carpet special, getting to talk like to all the do. fans. I mean, it, it's that's what I was really looking so for. Good with that, it's fun. Yeah, I know, dude. It, but I mean, I get it. I completely understand. But you are going to be there virtually. We are going to do the 2020 thing, and you are going to be still at the live event just via Zoom. Uh, senior executive, super duper executive producer Lucy is going to be there with me to help me out with the entire event. Um, we are going to be broadcasting live on Sunday, on Monday, on Tuesday, and on Wednesday of next week. So we're still going to be there, but still, JC is going to be up there. I'm going to be down here. But hold on, JC. I got something to say about your state. Are you, so did you say, did I hear you say that in the uh, um, if you don't quarantine when you come back to New York, you get a $2,000 fine? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, there's something along those lines. Wow, their marketing person missed an amazing opportunity for Brandon. Why not make it 2020? Just make it two thousand dollars, two thousand twenty dollars. Just do that, right? This guy, this I'm, guy, I'm just right? saying, you know, no, just take advantage right of the opportunity. Stars that are going to be attending the VMAs from out of state, they're not going to be subject to New York State quarantine mandates. Now, the mandate does require a two week quarantine for those traveling to New York from coronavirus hotspots, but the stars have the privilege of skipping out on New York's 14-day quarantine mandate when they visit for the MTV Music Awards coming up uh, just just momentarily. So that there's, uh, it, I guess it depends who you are and how much you <laughs> How make, much right? money you got in your pocket, brother. That's exactly what yeah, it means. In the meantime, wow. uh, the food lines are about a quarter mile long uh, in New York City, waiting for free food and, and handouts to help people get by right now. <sighs> as they're continually out of jobs. Yeah, that... All right, and I hate for every show to be about that, but we can't ignore it. That's happening right now. People are hurting right now. Uh, We tend to forget that there's a pandemic happening. I take it back. We don't forget. We're almost getting used to it, right? And some people do better at getting used to it than others, but some people do have a hard time with it. And it's just how I said last show, how I ended last show. We started talking about just be kind to each other. That still needs to continue on. Every week, week in, week out. Look, we're halfway through. Actually, we're over halfway through August. The, the year is almost over, right? And and I, I know people keep saying we can't wait for 2021. Slow down. We don't know what 2021 has. Right now, we had a pandemic and we had some tiger issues at the, at the beginning of the year. We don't know what 2021 is going to start with. So 
Let's not focus on 2021 yet. Let's focus on the rest of 2020 and keep being kind to each other. Well, let's, yeah, let's keep being kind. But let's also go back in time, Rick, if we could, please. Now, before this next segment, before we get into this right here, Pew Research just put something out recently. Okay. Talking about the accuracy of polling in the United States. Okay. And they very clearly state that different polling organizations conduct their surveys in different ways. Until they said that, we weren't aware. They also say that the barriers to entry uh, into the polling field have, have disappeared. Technology has disrupted polling in ways similar to its impact on journalism by making it possible for anyone with a few thousand dollars to enter the field and conduct a national poll with the air quotes around it. Again, new news. A poll may label itself nationally representative, but that's not a guarantee that its methodology, its matrix, its its quantifiable and quantitative metrics are are reliable. And the real margin of error is often about double the one that's reported. Well, Mm. ladies and gentlemen, here at the HR Talk podcast, we're safe to say and report to you. We have conducted an international poll (laughs) and the margin of error is zero. Point zero. Let's be clear. It's zero. It was very, very direct and very clear. I I wasn't a fan of the way the question was framed, but we'll (laughs) be getting into that momentarily. Ricky, over to you. So, yeah, about a week and a half, actually about a week and a half ago, uh, the HR Talk Podcast Twitter handle, that's at Podcast HR, put a poll out there that we kind of teased out at the end of last week's show. And the oh, poll, and, yes. And by the way, Rick, that yeah. was the last thing our intern did before she walked away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. Disappeared, man. We keep losing you know. interns, man. Our attrition rate is a thousand percent. That's awesome. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so in that in that poll, that it's it, you know, we just wanted to put feelers out there because I know there's a lot of confusion out there about what organizations can and cannot do when it comes to employment drug testing. It depends on what state you reside in and what state you work in and what kind of laws they have in conjunction or against what the federal uh, guidelines are. But the tweet or the poll from the HR Talk podcast Twitter handle goes something like this. Happy Sunday, everyone. It's polling time. We want to know what everybody thinks about the following question. Federal law aside, should organizations in states where marijuana is legal, whether it's medically or recreationally, conduct pre-employment drug testing. Now, this thing got a lot of views. This thing right now has got about 2,600 impressions, not too much in comparison to other people out there, but it's got about 2,600 impressions, and we have 123 votes. Where do you think they went, JC? Where do you think got the biggest votes? Is it absolutely drugs are bad? You should really conduct um, uh, testing, or no, just do your job, and we're not worried about drug testing. Where do you think was the winner there? Who do you think? Right. Before I tell you what I think, I'm yes. going to tell you right away that, you know, the way the question was framed, mm-hmm. I I have a question with that. I, I've got a problem with that. Okay. Shoot. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, you might be cool with uh, the machinist that's working in your shop using recreational marijuana in your state. But to have a meth addiction while turning parts in your shop. <laughs> It could become an issue. Something that's not really too cool for the contract work that you might be doing, right? And and the options on this poll seemed a little bit too finite to me. 
Yeah, I mean, it, so so that question, I was involved it, in crafting it, it, that question. It a little bit, come on. Well, I mean, it was it was done on purpose, right? Because it, it's wow. a lot of people think that when you're thinking about drug testing, what the first thing that comes to mind is, is marijuana. And the reason I wanted this question asked that way is to see, all right, given the options, what would people say about that? But you, but but you hit the nail right on the head, right? Because marijuana is the not it's not the only thing that we're testing, right? People could be testing exactly like you said, meth opioids, crack, whatever the case may be, or even control substances that are legal with a prescription, you still got to watch out for those things, right? So, exactly. yeah, so, so you, you were a hundred percent right because although marijuana is legal, but what about meth? What about all those other things that are still pretty darn dangerous? So let me tell you though, um, given the, the, uh, the options that were out there, the finite options, the finite right. options. Well, then again, I mean, Twitter doesn't give you that much, um, that much you room to three. edit. Yeah. Just three. And then, and there's a, well, no, I think you could do more, but you can only put so many, so many characters under each question. Right. So I'm like, okay. let's leave it at two. Let's see what happens. But out of 123 votes, um, 35% said, absolutely, drugs are bad, you should be testing. 65% said, no, just do your job. Now, here's the thing, though, JC. When it comes to dr- testing drugs, yeah, when it comes to drug testing, there's different things you can test for. So right. should you just take marijuana out of it in the states that it's legal? Or should you just leave it in there? Because remember, at the end of the day, regardless of what the states do, it is still illegal under federal law. And that is a big, I don't want to call it a loophole, but that but that's a big issue out there because regardless of what the states do, it with a corporation that has entities in states where it is illegal, chances are that organization is going to revert back to federal law to make sure they stay safe across the board. And at present, the Department of Transportation does not allow for the use of medical marijuana by employees in safety-sensitive positions subject to federal testing guidelines mm-hmm. for regulation. That's right. Medical review officers must not mark a drug test as negative solely because the donor possesses a medical marijuana card. Now, non-DOT drug testing is not federally regulated, so it allows employers more freedom, thus substances tested and reasons for the test are at the discretion of the company. While there's no official federal standard for non-DOT tests, it's worth noting that businesses are still subject to employment laws and should act accordingly. So now, let me, I'm sorry, go ahead. Handle drug tests, Rick. Mm-hmm. Should, there, there were some articles about this. There's been people talking about these, these panel drug tests. Should, in light of new marijuana laws across the country, should marijuana be removed from the drug panel and then that be created as a potential non-DOT standard. So several things there. Um, I I can't I I can't even tell you how many times I get into an argument with somebody who fails a drug test because the MRO said or the medical review officer said they tested positive for marijuana and they have a medical marijuana card. And in that article that you just read, it said just because the the subject has a medical marijuana card, it doesn't mean that the MRO should mark the test negative because they're not testing whether you have the card or not. They're just testing if THC is in your system, right? So they're doing the right thing, right? It, it, it's, it's coming out positive. The question becomes, what is the organization going to do because of that positive test? Now, um, if you're asking me personally, to be honest, if, if you're asking me, look, just like alcohol, what I don't care what you do at home, 
when you come to work, you better be, you better not be under the influence and have a clear mind. Right. Uh, now with that said, um, if, if you're asking me, should they take marijuana out of the panel? It really depends on the organization. It really does. If the organization wants to test for it, fine. If they don't, that's okay. When the DOT gets involved, the Department of Transportation, whether it's a Florida Department of Transportation or whatever state um, you are working in, that's a whole different story. There's a whole different set of laws that do come into play. And the reason for that is it's because of the safety-sensitive positions. If you drive a garbage truck for the city of Orlando, Right then, chances are you are subject to Florida Department of Transportation guidelines, and they may say, "Not only are we going to drug test you, we're going to do it randomly." Because now you're driving a humongous truck, and we don't know if you're under the influence, what kind of a person you are. You're going to crash into a school bus of kids. We don't know that, but the organization has to protect themselves, especially when you're talking for safety sensitive position. Whether it's driving a garbage truck, driving a a a a a, a bus full of people, or even just driving a forklift or working in a machine shop, you got to be careful with that. Rick, uh, you're talking about driving. Do you know which state has the most streets? Ooh, no, I don't. That, what New York City? New York, <laughs> Rhode, Rhode Island. Oh, shut the hell up! <laughs> what the? <laughs> You get it now. You get it. It's a joke. I mean, I didn't not get it. I got it. My pause was for how dumb it is. Not necessarily, not because I was dumbfounded. I'm going for a dad joke or two. What about Street Island? There's no Street Island because you said streets, not roads, grammar Nazi. There we go. Now we're going to get literal with our stupid jokes. It's okay. okay. (laughs) Let's not talk about streets then. Let's talk about astronauts. What's the astronaut's favorite part of the computer? The know. space bar. <laughs> Literally, I'm the and, only one laughing and, at that right now. Yeah, no, no that, that's astronaut space. No, no, you know, space. no, 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 I got it. No, no, yeah, yeah. You don't have to explain. That's, again, the silence is not because I didn't understand. That That's not what the silence meant. It's okay. It's all right. Yeah, dude, can you go past the dad jokes page on your uh, on your Yahoo or Excite page? I mean, one of those, I mean, it, it just, just, just go, go to the next topic. <laughs> These are hurting, man. <laughs> the Space Bar, Rhode Island. So consistency is can't have that many roads as an thing. island. When we're talking about like the panel okay. test. When we're talking about what you choose to do as an employer. When mm-hmm. we're talking about even the poll that's at hand with the finite options. When you're only presented with one of two options and not a lot of gray area to do your own research to delve, you know, down the rabbit hole and and get things figured out you're picking one option or the other, or you're not participating in the poll. And the majority of responses there are saying that, no, drugs are fine, just do your job. And, the, and their, their thought process could be exactly like you said, just strictly the thought of recreational marijuana without the consideration of a Wolf of Wall Street type of environment where everyone's on, on every pill <laughs> under the sun and blowing lines. Well, right? I mean, I was kind of hoping people would do exactly what you did. You would question the the lack of information. You would question the other the lack of other questions on there. I was hoping to start a conversation with it, right? But you're the well, I'm g- going to tell you why it wouldn't happen. Why? We're, we're not next chat. We're not one of those chatty podcasts. People do <laughs> listen. Chatty. They don't want to interact with us. 
Did we you hear about Susan? <laughs> when, when we get that aesthetic IP report and we see the amount of people from India, Bengaluru, or Bengaluru, I'm sorry if I say it wrong, Silicon Valley, those people in between, they're not people that are jumping on social media saying, I love you guys. No, yeah, you're but right. they're tuning in. Yeah, that and they're they listening are. to every show. That we they definitely are. <laughs> more than you even know, especially the beautiful people of India, I'm going to tell you. Rick, yeah? our numbers are astronomical for the amount of people that have started listening in India. They are you pretty crazy. Them? Yeah, no, no, they are. And 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 I don't and I don't know what's going on. I don't know if it's something with LinkedIn. I don't know if it's something with just our show in general, because not only do we have a big draw in India, but I I, I don't know about you, JC, but are you getting a lot of unsolicited messages from LinkedIn specifically from India? I am. Uh, no, I'm not. Oh. Quite a bit, at least five or six a week. I'm getting a bunch of people just just sending me messages asking me if um, if I'm hiring, if if I need uh, you know some help with the website, some help with the podcast. I I got somebody that um, that they they just emailing me their transcripts from college, telling me what you know what what a great student they are, what a great employee they can be from my organization. I don't know Dude. what it is, but it, it, it's awesome. it's my inbox is completely flooded with all Good. kinds of requests from India. Well, hey, man, you might uh, have a great opportunity to do some recruiting there from it. Um, yeah, I I got I have I have a little stigma against unsolicited advice or unsolicited unsolicited business ventures. Unsolicited advice. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you tell me what socks I wear. <laughs> you'll, you'll stay off my lawn. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, just I just yeah. It, it's look. I've always I've always told this to you, JC. Even on the show and off the show, nothing good comes from an unexpected message, visit, or phone call. Nothing good comes out of that, right? So it's always it's always some it's always either bad news or somebody trying to sell you a service or somebody trying to sell themselves. Whatever the case may be. But that's what happens. But I get my inbox is completely flooded. And now that you're talking about India and our IP report and how many people actually listen to the show from India, those two things got to be related somehow. Absolutely, they are. And you want to talk about other things that are related? What? I was going to save this for Florida Man, but we do have two separate Florida Man clips for later on today. Okay. One, I will expose now. The other one, Rick, you sent it to me earlier on in the week. Let's save that uh, okay. for our Florida Man story. Got so you. this one here, this is a fairly recent story. You're going to enjoy this. Visit Orlando CEO resigns amid six-figure salary controversy, according to WESH.com. The man who was in charge of bringing tourism to Orlando was raking in more than $600,000 a year. <laughs> George, he was the CEO of Visit Orlando for the last seven years. And the organization is in charge of bringing people to Central Florida by attracting tourists with everything from sporting events to conventions. Now, George resigned. The resignation led to a financial and political domino effect. The coronavirus gutted the tourism industry and George's salary was paid with tourist tax dollars. Mm. He was paid $631,000 last year. Now the salary is, it's very significant compared to other States and even countries with tens of thousands of people in the tourism industry out of work and major hotels, as well as theme parks struggling. Some felt George's salary just didn't seem right. In an email, George said he'd been considering the move for some time. And he's going to start his new adventure alongside 
his all-time favorite team members in the world, his, his wife and family. He's officially stepped down as the CEO of Visit Orlando, Rick. How much was he making? $630,000 a year? $631,000 last hold year. Hold on. Hold on a second. Give me a second. Hey, Google. How much is $630,000 divided by 2080? The answer is approximately 302.885 United States dollars. He was making three over $300 an hour. An hour. Now, to me, JC, Dude, that's like a big club DJ. That, that <laughs> no, pretty much. You're right. Yeah, you're right. But to me, that is the equivalent, JC, of paying millions and millions of dollars for the marketing campaign manager for, for the marketing manager for Ferrari. They don't need a marketing manager. It sells itself. This person lives in a part of Central Florida that has the big three parks. They got the mouse, they got Harry Potter, and they got the whale. And those three parks on their own, they pay a lot of money in marketing. So why do you need somebody to make that much money to go ahead and continue to bring tourism to Orlando in a machine that pretty much drives itself? It's a Tesla. It's a Tesla. That's exactly what it is. Right. Oh, hold on. That's exactly what it is. Right, for six hundred and thirty-one thousand dollars a year for, I'm assuming it's a nonprofit organization, obviously. So, so it can stimulate the economy and help the uh, tourism industry. But I just, I just don't understand why somebody would have to make that much for a service that's relatively unnecessary because the big three got the machine going. Rick, are are you familiar with Wonder Gardens? I am not. Okay, well, their CEO Thomas Hecker. He resigned as president and CEO of the Benita Springs Everglades Wonder Gardens after reinvigorating the faltering historic landmark for nearly four years. He just stepped down. Wonder Gardens was losing money in attendance and was shrinking when Hecker took over in 2017. Under the coronavirus pandemic, less people are traveling and visiting places, and their CEO has officially stepped down. His vision of a grand Wonder Garden is what caught the eye of the Board of Directors Hiring Committee, former Members have stated now attendance, it did quadruple over the past four years. Revenues have doubled to about $1.4 million a year. <laughs> but due to coronavirus, he is no longer the CEO of the organization. But what is he, though? Uh, he's gone. He resigned. Yeah, it's but over. To, to show no more work, he's not going to work anymore. He's just going to hang out and grow his beard out. Uh, he doesn't do. say what he's going to do. So I, I guess maybe he's going to do the Forrest Gump walk. That's an incomplete story. That's messed up. Hey, check this out. Who wrote Dude, that story? I got another one for you. Go ahead. Venice Regional Bayfront Health CEO resigns after two years on the job. Karen Fordham resigned her position as CEO of Venice Regional Bayfront Health on Monday. After spending two years on the job, a veteran hospital executive will serve as interim CEO. Uh, it, it seems that this is also potentially related to the coronavirus pandemic, Rick. What are you Googling CEOs who resigned because of the coronavirus pandemic? Is that what you're doing? It seemed to be a thing that was trending this past week. I, <laughs> yeah. I can't lie to you. Okay, I, I get you. you. You know, if, if we take a look at SafeLight, SafeLight Autoglass, right? SafeLight, they severed ties with Atlanta InsureTech Company. And guess what happened? The CEO resigned from the board. And part of the reason the CEO resigned <laughs> from the board. Uh-huh. What's the reason? Is it is it the coronavirus or is it just, what is it? Uh, no, it, it says that uh, sexual harassment the claim raised six point five million in funding, uh, but with only certain backers and and 
it, it doesn't say why he's resigning. So it's since a, it doesn't say, we're going to assume it's the coronavirus. We're going to assume that. Yeah, we are. It, you said Talk that up as a false positive. And you said that's know. out of Atlanta, right? Out of Atlanta. Isn't Atlanta uh, and Atlanta. Got yeah. it. Yeah. No, because you know what's happening in, well, I mean, not Atlanta, right? But a little bit west of it, you know what's happening there right now, right? Into into Mississippi, well, southwest. Oh, yeah, the hurricanes. Oh, brother. I've never seen anything like this. I've never seen what anything. What are you talking like- about? What's going on? Two hurricanes about to collide in the Gulf of Mexico and create a big mega hurricane? Can 2020 <laughs> not get any more? I, it's, I mean, it's ex- yeah. I, I don't want to call it exciting because people are going to get hurt and people have already died in the Caribbean, but it doesn't get any more 2020 than that. I mean, yeah. this is just a Sharknado type of movie just waiting to happen. I've, I've got one more thing that'll get you uh, closer to what 2020 really is. Go ahead. Am Chairman David Murray, he resigned <laughs> effective immediately. Because of the hurricanes? As has AMP Director and former Treasury Secretary John Frazier. Guess why? Um, because of c- coronavirus. Sexual harassment complaints. Oh, so if it's not coronavirus and it's not a hurricane, it's got to be sexual harassment. It's one <laughs> of the three, right? Boy, there's a lot of attrition with, uh, with a CEO, huh? CEO I attrition. I talk to you about that. Go ahead. So here's where I'm firing from with all this, Rick. The entire industry of business, <laughs> it sounded so dumb. Well, it doesn't matter what you do. Everything's down right now. Yeah. It's down. Things are not going well. If we take a look out in California and the AB5 laws and things are being debated, they're really hotly <laughs> going after that still. Yeah, they amid are. The emergent pandemic. Yeah. And the whole independent contractor rules, et cetera, that's going to have a huge impact on the construction industry as well who's also severely behind right now due to independent laws in different states and what they're doing okay so when you have companies that are under these tight financial constraints is this a trend that we're going to continue to see where ceos just bow out step down or you see more mergers acquisitions businesses sell-offs closings of ruby tuesdays how many how many of their locations are closed, if not all of them at this point in time? Well, quite a bit before the pandemic, even. And now it's even worse. Yeah. Who wants to go there now? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. It, it, no, not for me. Thanks. <laughs> Keep your corona, you know? I know. Right? It's very not good. So, in your opinion, when we're thinking about the future of 2020 and 2021, uh-huh. the CEO stepping down, the new face of business, what are we looking at, man? I mean, I, this, this is rocking leadership to its core right now i wonder if this has to be more towards the morale of the employees in the organization than what we really think it is if it's the coronavirus right because if you change leadership if you shake things up or uh, employees get shaken outside of whatever um, mindset they have right if your leadership has shake is, is shaken to the core People leave, you open your eyes. All of a sudden, you're no longer monotonous. All of a sudden, you're paying attention. Whoa, what's going on? And it kind of wakes you up if he was asleep. So, so many different CEO stories. I don't know if that's being done on purpose just to make sure the morale improves post-COVID-19 and making sure the organization finishes the year strong. But you have a lot of leaders out there that made some very tough choices going back to like spring. And they sat down and they said, hey, with these new rules coming, 
let's just go ahead and get rid of 10,000 people. Let's just do that. Well, you know what, brother? Universal just did it. Universal closed one of the long-time hotels. Well, not long-time, but one of the biggest hotels. Lowe's Hotels is closing. They are laying off some people. Um, and that, that to me is a humongous hit. It's a humongous hit because what they decide, they obviously they have other hotels, right? But this was an organization that just six months ago, were going full speed ahead to, to build an extra park. Not only did they stop that, but the current resort Lowe's, they're shutting it down. They're laying off workers and that, and, and SeaWorld is doing the same thing as well. SeaWorld actually has some people that are still in furlough and they're hiring. That's the part that got me, JC. I don't, they're hiring. I just saw an ad last week saying we're looking for part-time people. We're looking for people to work at Aquatica and to work at the SeaWorld parks. Meanwhile, I know five people that are still in furlough. And I'm like, no shit, right? Isn't that what you're supposed to do? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I don't know what SeaWorld is doing. Um, I'm trying to get these friends of mine to come on the show. They don't want to do it. Huh? It sounds like a game of shifty cups at the end of the day. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. How are you going to how are you going to say that I have employees on furlough? We're gonna keep them on furlough, but we need people to come on board. We're gonna hire people. And if you're if your answer to that, if your response to that, Mr. Leader, Mr. And Mrs. Leader, is oh, because this person's performance is not up to par, then why do you furlough them? Did you put them on a performance plan? Did you coach them? Did you give them the proper opportunities and the tools to be successful? And the if if the answer is no, hold on, I'm gonna look it up. According to the HR guidelines, you're an asshole. That's exactly what you are if you do that. Right? <laughs> so, that but, chapter one? Chapter one. Don't be an asshole. <laughs> right? No, but 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 look, dude, it, it's it's um I'm trying to get them on the show. They're a little bit afraid. I even tell them that I can hide their identities, but I get it. They're afraid. I'm not gonna do it, but I'm gonna speak up for them. Because that is not that, that is just not cool. I'll, I'll tell you what, uh, to anyone that's out there in that position. That has a short a story to share, and they don't want to be on the air. Send send the show an email. Please send us an email, mm-hmm. and we will guarantee not divulging who you are, mm-hmm. and we'll be more than happy to share your story with everyone. Absolutely, else as well, absolutely. Um, and you set the rules. You want yeah. to share a story? Tell us. Tell us what it is. You set the rules. We'll help you get the word out there. Delta Airlines, Ricky, planning to furlough more than one thousand nine hundred pilots <sighs> in November. Um, another pilots article Hold on. has increased it. Pilots, pilots, not employees. Pilots. Wow. Pilots. Another 2, article thousand from pilots. simple flying 19 minutes ago says Delta is now set to furlough around 2000 employees. So Shit. maybe that's 1900 pilots and 100 crew members. That doesn't make of. sense. I mean, I, how I will you, if you got 1900 pilots, and you just like go. Where's those other employees going to work? <laughs> yeah, no, they're, they're just chilling. It's just hanging out, right? Wait. Isn't it what two pilots to a crew of five on a plane, right? <laughs> right, right. Okay, just that's right. Are gone. Everyone else show up, clean the it's plane. Just, yeah, yeah. It's just some kid in a flight Clemson simulator flying. University, flight. Rick. Clemson has announced furloughs for thousands of employees in what they call a cost-saving measure uh, that's going to last throughout the end of the year. This is new news as of. Four hours ago, Rick, uh, uh, WSPA7 News uh, reports Clemson University said they're instituting a furlough program for more than half of their employees. 
due to financial impacts of the coronavirus. We're the number of furloughed days depends on the employee's salary. So this is why I brought this one up. You're mm -hmm. going to find this interesting. Okay. Everyone, buckle up. If your salary range is zero to $49,999.99. Zero. <laughs> your furlough days for 12-month employees, zero days not furloughed. Furlough days for nine-month employees, zero days. Employees impacted 3377 You'll be sticking around. If you make between $50,000 and $74,999.99, your furlough days for 12-month employees are two. Furlough days for nine-month employees, 1.53. Impacted employees, 1443 now, this goes on up the food chain. Pick a salary, Rick, any salary. $98,000 a year. $98,000 puts you in the $75,000 to $99,999.99 bracket. <laughs> you will be, uh, for 12-month employees, furloughed three days. Uh, for nine-month employees, furloughed 2.3 days. And it will impact 729 employees. Now, check this out. Clemson University, once again, right? Mm -hmm. And they've got this broken down by how much people make okay. and how many employees will be impacted. Okay. How many employees does Clemson University have that make between 150000 and one hundred ninety nine nine hundred ninety nine nine point nine nine? So how many employees make at least 150000 at Clemson? I'm thinking only senior... Senior director, senior executives, and most of tenure faculty, I want to say maybe no more than 200 associates. No, no more than 200 employees. 208. You Boom. So good there you go. You do. And then furlough days for 12-month employees are going to be eight. And furlough days for nine-month employees will be 6.13. This goes all the way up to the top dogs making $400,000 or more. It doesn't say what the top end so, is. So it's hold only on. going to impact three people. Did you say the first bracket is from $0 to $49,999.99? So what it should say is from violation of FLSA, Fair Labor Standards Act, all the way to you're not violating Fair Labor Standards Act. Because how can you pay somebody less? <laughs> how can you pay somebody zero unless you're an intern, but nobody does that anymore? I mean... So <laughs> Wow. State laws prohibit employees from working while on furlough, and days must be taken in full-day increments. Nine-month employees with partial-day furlough responsibility must take full-day increments, with the exception of the partial-day balance. Those with 2.3 days must take two full days and 0.3 of a day. And employees will continue wow. to receive health care, retirement, and other benefits while on furlough and will be credited for their state employee service time. Employees may not use annual leave, compensatory time, their optional holiday, or sick leave to offset the impact of the furlough either. And affected employees will receive additional communications via email from the university's Office of Human Resources detailing specifics of their furlough. Clemson University employees, grab your bootstraps. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> okay. Do, do they say how now. much money they're saving on that? No, they don't. Uh, see that uh, all that all that work, all that data. They don't say how much they're saving. They don't say how much they're uh, saving. But I will let them uh, know that they must take the furlough days between September first and December thirty first. Oh, you get to pick. Then. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So everybody in the mother picks Christmas, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to work during Columbus. Well, they're off anyway. But okay, I get it. I get it. Wow. 
Yeah. yeah. So in university, a whole lot going on right now. We're there, not right? out of it, brother. We are not out of it. More furloughs are happening. More layoffs are happening, unfortunately. And, and you know, it's, it's especially here in, in Central Florida, uh, the school in Orange County, Florida, the, the uh, school started today officially. It started today, right? So that happened already. And I guess my thing is, is that there's a lawsuit happening right now. I don't know. Are you aware of, of, of the lawsuit between the, the teachers union and Orange County public schools? No. Oh, no. brother. So I'm in New York. I'm not allowed to like even listen to news outside of New York. There's I think a thing. I have to quarantine myself if I do. <laughs> You got to you better wear protection when you're reading a story from Florida. No, so the union filed a lawsuit uh to stop school from commencing, to start school from starting because remember, we're doing in in classroom settings as well and we're doing the virtual setting as well. The virtual is just not working. And there's a lot of teachers who are really scared. And they, uh, the union filed a lawsuit uh, to stop school. For, now, obviously, it's not working because the lawsuit is still going. The judge hasn't put a stop order, right? So it's still happening. But there's a lot of people that are afraid out there. And, the, and they're not asking for compensation, JC. They're not. They just don't want to be put in a situation where they could get sick and they could uh, be seriously ill be, because of it. So to me, teachers don't make a lot. I don't know about New York and Florida. They don't make anything at all. I mean, they make money. I get it. Nationally, let's just be honest. Mm-hmm. Nationally, teachers don't get paid what they should get paid. Absolutely. They, 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 they do not. Don't. It is a thankless profession, right? So, Kind of like HR. Um, yeah. Though, as a thankless profession. <laughs> you know what? You're right. <laughs> I was going to say. Get paid like, I mean, we, it's, we get paid all right. I mean, all right. It's not that much. It's not that little neither. I'm not going to lie. All right, Biggie. I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, I got my annual pass to Disney. That's 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 my vice, right? I have Disney news. When talk you're to ready. me. No, no, no. Talk to me. Talk to me. I guess. Yeah, I'm. I'm tired breaking, of of the whole school thing. Breaking, People are scared. That's breaking it. Breaking news, Rick. Talk to me. Um, Should I cancel my annual pass? Twenty fourth. Oh my 2020. god. That was today. That was yesterday. At close of business today. Shit. Walt Disney World is uh, continuing to operate at a oh. meager profit. Okay. Okay. Or at the very least, exceeding variable costs, according to CEO Bob. Still thousands of cast members, including performers, event staff, and more, are still furloughed at this time due to limited park hours and operations. Today, cast members are being notified of ongoing extended furloughs at Walt Disney World. Layoffs were long rumored for the company amidst the detrimental effects of COVID-19 on the theme park and entertainment industry as a whole. But it seems that for now, furlough extensions are the lesser of two weevils. Weevils? The news comes fresh on the heels of the announcement that the Walt Disney Company senior executives like Bob and Chairman Bob would be having their salaries replenished after a series of pay cuts back in March. Salary cuts were meant to be temporary and were to remain in effect until the company is also substantive recovery. That's not happening. So Bob and Bob. The Bobs. Will continue the, the furloughs. So something doesn't make sense here. I was reading a story. It's now you're, you're, you're bringing this up right now. So now i got to find the story from the Wall Street Journal last uh, that, week. That's from, by the way, that is from Walt Disney World News Today, WDWNT.com. The worldwide leader in Disney Park News. 
Stop by WDWNT.com for more details. This was written by Jessica Figueroa. So I was reading a story last week. I do have to find it. They didn't pay for that. No, did not. No. Where um, a lot of executives from a lot of companies, not necessarily Disney or any of the company out there, where where this pandemic began, they that did, they took a cut as well. So some employees got completely furloughed, and some executives got their pay significantly cut for quite some time. So I was reading in the journal that that those those salaries are starting to come back. Those executive salaries are coming back before bringing furloughed associates back. So you bringing up these stories right now doesn't really make sense because you got organizations that are still looking to cut, still looking to save money, but then you also have executives that have are having their pays reinstated. I'm wondering if the executives do not get their pays reinstated, are they going to save some of those jobs that are being furloughed right now? It's a great question and tying back into our CEO resignation segment of the program. Uh-huh. What's going to happen with Bob or Bob? Yeah, Bob. What's going to happen? What's up? Is Pluto going to be furloughed next? What about Donald Duck? I haven't seen Captain Jack Sparrow in a while. Where's he at? Oh, he's And broke. then if you're going to say you're, you're going to lay the smack down and you're going to turn airline pilots uh, into stay-at-home workers, uh, you're going to furlough people. I mean, the military does that. The military you know. drops bombs from Las Vegas. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> there it is. There's our next evolution. Yeah. Pilots. Working from, from home. home. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> They're just working from home. Autonomous trucks and planes driven by teenagers drinking Code Red in mom's <laughs> We're not that far off, JC. It's happening now. <laughs> no, I know. Uh, there was a big story on uh, autonomous trucking on uh, CBS Sunday this past Sunday uh, that I saw and came across. Very, very interesting piece. Really? I saw a documentary on that with a, a show called Vice on HBO, and they were talking about that as well. Yeah, it's a big deal. Yeah, it really is. And they they started talking to, to these truckers. So this guy... The, the guy from Vice, I forgot his name, um, that he goes to this company that makes these uh, the computer equipment and the and the robotics that actually makes um, uh, um, uh, autonomous vehicles possible, especially in trucks like 18-wheelers. And they went and talked to these, these full-time truck drivers who've been doing it for like 20, 30 years, and they asked them, hey, what do you think about this? And the uh, truck drivers are saying, Psh, computer can't compensate for wind. And they're like, yeah, it did. Oh, was the load empty? Uh Yes, and full, and it did, and they were completely blown away. Now they were pissed, obviously, because they're like, they're not going to support it, right? Because if they support it, what does that mean? They're going to—that's going to put me out of a job, right? Or, or, but give it ten years. Go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I don't know. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I just harken back to the broadcast industry and the digital transition that we went through in the early two thousands, and it, it was—it was so powerful to see what happened. Okay. Mm-hmm. You are in a position where you have brand new technology. You're taking old technology out, putting new in. You had highly skilled engineers, master control operators, board operators out of jobs left and right. Okay. But now you're running brand new automation systems that required new skills. Mm -hmm. And some of the best people that could work those new machines were the people with the years of the vast experience that were furloughed and pushed out the door and sent packing. Mm-hmm. All they needed was just to obtain that new skill set along the way. Uh, you could have obtained institutional knowledge. Yep. 
And you couldn't have just laid back and said, you know, we're going to get rid of five. We'll keep one and then work that guy to death and then force him out the door because the culture is saying we're going to leverage technology. No matter how much technology you put in place, you still need people behind that technology to drive it. Yes, you may have a cost savings feature in association with the amount of people that you have on staff to accomplish that task. But at the end of the day, the skill sets change. Invest in your people. Invest in some of that institutional knowledge. And then you're heading down a different path, right? So, But treat your people good enough so that they stick around. So, true. Obviously, you treat them good enough so, so that they stick around. But you want the right people to stick around, not just any employee to stick around, right? Because if you are a leader of a forward-thinking organization and you're strategic enough to take a step back and really take a look at what you want your talent to look like in the next 10 10 years, you got to start playing that out right now. You have to figure out what is the skill set you want in your organization to represent. And if you got people and, and take an assessment of what is their skill level right now and what is their capacity to gain that new skill set you want your organization to see. So then you've got an option, you, you, you've got some choices to make. If it's going to cost more to train somebody up, to the level you want it, you want them to be in, and it costs less. You just hire somebody from the outside, let go of that person, pay them handsomely to make sure they are okay. And by handsomely, I mean pay them top dollar for their severance and just make sure they're set for their next venture and then hire somebody else. Or if you think that's not going to uh, work well for the morale of your organization, instead of paying those services handsomely, then help train them to bring them up to the level that you want. Either way, you've got a decision to me. But JC, I do got a question for you because but, this but affects you. Oh, go ahead. Make choice though. The what? Just like you said, you have a decision to make. Yes. Make a choice. Yes. Don't live in limbo. Don't live in the gray area. No, you're right. It's but you have to make a decision. But you've got to be methodical and strategic in what you do because what you do, either way, people are going to be pissed. But you have to be able to over communicate and be really transparent of what your goal is and what you're trying to do. But it's here's the question I got for you, JC. And and I don't know if I mean, what that sounds weird. What sounds weird? Be be methodical with the intent of your goal. Methodical. You've got to have I a don't method. Like you said that. You what? I don't like the way you said that. Why? It sounded weird to me. Why did it sound weird? It sounded nefarious. It sounded like you were going to smash servers and destroy <laughs> 33,000 emails. <laughs> no, no. What I'm saying is you have to have a strategic reason for whatever you do to get closer to that goal. A method. Oh, okay. A methodology. Methodical. That's what you got to do. Shit, dude. No, but look, right, so uh, you do have a question. Go I ahead. do. I do, JC, because it, it's um, I don't know if, if if everybody knows that on top of you being world famous for this show, um, you also uh, do uh, corporate gigs. You do MC work and you also yep. do a really good job at weddings. Right. So you do have a business partner and you you do that very well. Right. So here's the thing. Here's my question for you. Right. My question for you is if. I tell you, I don't need your services. I have an iPod. What do you tell that person? Hey, if that's what you want to do, go for it. No okay. problem. That's all you say. You don't try to persuade them away what from going the iPod route? With the experience that you're going to get 
from the actual live event management, mm -hmm. from the coordination, from being boots on the ground, subs in the water, feet in the air, right? There's there's a whole nother level <laughs> of layer of things when you head down that rabbit hole, right? Okay. But if all you want to do is play an iPod, go for it. Okay. Here's why. I don't need the entire pie. I just want a piece of the pie. And if what you're offering and bringing to the table is going to be something that's out of scope of what I do, and there's no way to change your perspective on that, you have a visceral desire to use that iPod, nothing I will say will ever change your mind or convince you. Then why are we even having the talk? I'll be more than happy to rent you the gear. Oh. I'll rent you the gear and I'll put a price on that. And we'll talk about the hourly rate associated with that. No problem. Okay. And then yeah. head down a different path together because the scope of work is defined based off of the, the methodology and means. Gotcha. So you want to do the iPod? Totally cool. Yeah. I want those lights too. Yeah. Someone's got to run those. Ah. I want the microphones. That's great. Who's going to be doing the EQ and, and the check? Who's running the board? Okay. We'll, we'll do that. I don't know what all goes into it. I, I can't really teach you and just wrench you the gear. So what do you want? So you just talk them out of it, right? So 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 that's what well, I'm maybe, looking for. Because well, if they have a visceral desire to only play the iPod, then go for it. Well, I'm not going to fight you on it. Well, maybe people it. need to be educated, right? This is your opportunity to educate them on the industry and saying, look, if you just want to play music, go right ahead. If you want an experience, however... This is what you need. You're looking at it right now. Are you looking for music? Or are you looking for unforgettable experience? People are going to remember, whoop, there it is. Not that much, right? But if they remember everybody having a blast and watching old grandma doing whoop, there it is, because you got her hyped up onto the dance floor, people are going to remember that. You're not going to get that from an iPod too. That's not going to happen that route. But that's what I'm saying. You're 100% right, but JC. You do it, need it, that human aspect behind it. It, it takes guts. At the end of the day, it takes guts to be an organ donor. <laughs> what the hell is going on here? Hey, look, we're at that hour of the show. We are actually like really short on time. Yeah, we today. are, bro. We, we are. We have are. Other meetings and, and consultations that we have to get to. Yeah. Um, actually, I don't. Ricky does. I do. Let's it's be okay. honest about it. Yeah. I mean, I, I could go for another two hours here, brother. But I cannot. I'm able tonight. I got to work, man. I do got to work tonight. Okay. Yeah. So with that being said, I have a story, and then I'd like to throw it over to uh, to you to set up our Florida Man piece. You sent that to me. It was actually a video on Facebook. Are you capable of pulling that up for our Florida Man segment coming up momentarily? If I, not, I have it. No, no. I will, I will try to bring it up, but are you ready? Are you ready uh, for current no, events? No, not Florida Man, but I have a current event story I'd like to present to you at this time. All Tell right, here what. we go. Hold on. events this week brought to you in part by dad jokes they make the world go round so this uh this current event story this is going to be coming from clickorlando.com believe it or not uh this is not our florida man story florida man punches elderly victim for holding up the line after social distancing confrontation at Publix, according to police 
Out of Daytona Beach Shores, Florida, police are searching for a person, they say, attacked an elderly man Monday in the parking lot of Publix in Daytona Beach Shores. Officers responded to the grocery store at 3044 South Atlantic Avenue after the victim filed a report at the police department. The man said he was shopping at Publix and waiting in line at the register when a woman he did not know got in line behind him. He says she moved closer and closer and closer. I don't like where this is going. And then? What's that? I don't like where this is going. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. He <laughs> says she moved closer to him than the suggested distance indicated by the stickers on the floor in the store, according to the police report. The victim told officers he recently underwent surgery to receive a heart stent and was concerned about his health. So he politely asked a woman to abide by social distancing rules. No other type of disturbance ensued, and the victim paid for his groceries, the report reads. It's just horrible. The fact that social distancing becomes something to go and smash people and knock them to the ground, said Director Stephanie. As we all know, with this pandemic, everybody's very uptight and asked the lady to give him some distance. The lady did so. He paid for his products and walked outside. But once at his car, a man approached the victim saying derogatory words. He claimed the victim had held up the grocery line. And that's when the man punched the elderly victim in the center of his chest as hard as he could, according Jeez. to police. He was visibly shaken when he came here. Obviously, after heart surgery, you don't want to take any punches or falls to your heart. But Stephanie, the manager of the store, said he was okay. The victim fell to the ground and his head slammed onto the pavement. After his head hit the pavement, he rolled a little bit, but he was fine. That's really detailed. The man stood over the victim and said, quote, one word and I'll kill you, end quote. Oh, wow. Before walking away and getting into the driver's seat of a Cadillac, according to the report. The victim says he saw the woman he'd spoken to in the checkout line in the passenger seat of the car as they drove away, the report reads. There were many bystanders that were able to help the victim to his feet. He was helped to his feet by an entire crowd. This is a whole new world for us. But there's no reason to lose our little bitty tempers and start to hurt people for this. The man could have been killed with a heart punch. Yeah. According to Stephanie. That is true. Police say they were able to review the surveillance video from inside the store and to get a description of the woman waiting in line behind the victim. Video reveals she met a man before exiting the store. Investigators say Publix does not have any video of the incident in the parking lot. <laughs> now, if the suspect is caught, he will face a felony charge of aggravated heart punching of the elderly, according to investigators. And threatening with his life. He said one word or I'll kill you. This was written by Gabriela Nunez. Gabby is a multimedia producer from Miami. She did graduate from the University of Florida and joined the News 16 in 2018. This is from ClickOrlando.com and uh, stop by their website. Her bio and is at the is end of the article she wrote? Yeah, it really is. <laughs> okay. This was educational and informational uh, for those curious about uh, life and times in Volusia County. That is your 
current event story, not your Florida man. It is not your Florida man story. But you know what? Can I? It's people need to be careful. And I mean, on both sides, even if you're about to lose your temper, even if somebody's losing their temper on you, you got to be careful because you don't know how far to how close to the edge somebody is. Um, that story right there, JC, reminds me of one that happened a couple of weeks ago here in in Orlando. Um, it's a, just a quick recap. There was a uh, there was uh, an employee working at a Burger King by downtown Orlando. And when they when they're working in down, it was his second day on the job. JC, his second day on the job, and uh, it was on a Thursday night. I think it was a couple of weeks ago, and um, I guess the line of the drive through was taking too long, and because it was taking too long, there was a customer who she was arguing with the uh, the uh, drive through employee over at at Burger King, and they got into an argument. The lady cursed him out and says, "I'm going to bring my man over here to kick your ass." And she followed through with that promise. So she left, came back 20 minutes later with her man. Her man went over to the employee, started punching the employee. They started fighting. The man went to his truck, got a gun, come back, and shot the employee dead in front of everybody. Oh, oh my God. Second day in the job. All because the girlfriend was upset about waiting too long. Now, here's the thing. Here's, I know it, it's it's pretty bad. Here's the thing, though. I mean, it, it, it's that story hit me. I don't know why it hit me, but well, actually, I do know why because I read it and I'm like, Good lord! Just think, just think about that for a second, JC. You're at home. Your wife comes to you and tells you whatever crazy story. You go and because of that story, you go down to that Burger King because again, we don't know what she told them. And next thing you know, they get into a fight. He kills him. He gets caught. And now he's facing uh, uh, murder charges, murder one. So he's go- he was probably at home watching, you know, guys, you know, uh, 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 guys supermarket games, right, on the Food Network, right? And then this happened. He goes over, and now his whole life has changed. The employee's life has changed. Could you imagine the associates there as well who just finished doing new employee orientation with that guy? No. Shot dead. And why? It's a lot. Yeah, dude, I'm seeing so much hate, so much anger, so many people just, and I can't help but to think that this 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 whole pandemic, everybody um, having to deal with this at the same time with different levels, different psychological levels, different emotional levels, how that has to affect everybody. That's what I keep saying. Be kind to each other. Be nice to each other. Try that extra mile to help people out. You never know what they're going through. And I, it's if this thing keeps going, bro, people being furloughed, People, I, I, it's here in Central Florida, the moratorium is about to end for people um, um, uh, not being kicked out of their homes, being evicted. Now that's about to end, and we're going to have thousands of people on the streets. When people's backs are against the wall, what's going to happen now? Here's what bothers me about that, though, sincerely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't make the payment due to the emergent circumstance, right? Due to whatever the situation may be. Yeah. Why not just extend the life of the loan? Exactly, right? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But you know what, though, JC? I see both sides, though. Forget the loan for a second. What if I, if I own a home? Like a, a, a three to six month grace period that I could use over the lifespan yep. or whatever. That would know? make sense. Yeah. Right? That would make sense. But, you know. Forget forget big companies, right? Let's talk about a landlord who just owns like two properties, right? Two or three properties. They have a loan on that property, right? So I can see both sides of that spectrum. If you can't pay as a tenant, 
I get it. You can't pay because of this pandemic. There is an order in place to protect the tenants. Where's the order in place to protect the landowners? Where's where's their order, right? Because they still have loans to pay. Right. So I can see both sides of that spectrum. So that's what I'm saying. We got to be amicable and just stop trying to see each other as a business and trying to see each other like human beings, beings. That's I know you're going to jump on the whole bean thing, right? So as as far as seeing people as human beings, um, I think that directly ties into your Florida man clip for the day, doesn't I'm, it? I'm trying to find it. I'm trying. So this whole time I've been trying to find it. Where is it? Where did you send it to? Or where did I send it to? You sent it to me in our links only thread. And uh, it was it was like the only thing that you sent for the week. I thought it was your big <laughs> highlight. Tell you the truth. Uh, you sent it yesterday at 521 gotcha, p.m. Gotcha, gotcha. Hold on. I'm bringing it up right now. Give me a My second. My name's Doug. I'm from the Orlando area, and I'm viral for farting on the internet. Okay. You, you need to pause it and play the Florida <laughs> Man intro clip here. I know. This I just great. hit it. I, what in the world? I did send this to you. It's a long click, brother. It really is a long clip, but hold on. for it. Hold on. This is great. This is internet gold. It's time for Florida Man Stories. All right, so apparently this story is being brought to you by Taco Bell. Enough said about that. I'm just kidding. They're really not our sponsors, but given the title of this story, it might as well be. Here we go. My name's Doug. I'm from the Orlando area, and I'm viral for farting on the internet. So we're going live. About to get fired from my job, probably. Wait a minute. They called me Florida Man. Like, that's a thing. We're on private property. That's it. I went from 500 followers to over 5,000 by midnight. So you're firing me anyway, right? That's when I first started thinking about, like, I'm going to lose my job. Paul Flart will continue in the future. Doesn't stop. There you go. Okay. I, I, I can't. I'm sorry. So this is... <laughs> So I send this to you because, you know, every now and then I'm, you know, I'm reading through my newspaper and then I go through some that that's from that show that I talk about vice on on HBO. And this thing came across my Facebook feed of this guy who became famous in social media for just farting. That's it. Farting. He has a lot of followers. He makes money with this. And his gig, his shtick is that he records himself farting at work. All these, he gets this, these different weird jobs for the sole purpose of getting hired, recording okay. himself farting, and then being fired and recording the whole encounter. That's how he, he makes his living. It, he's a Florida man. He's a Flo- <laughs> JC, not only is he a Florida man, he lives in Orlando, Florida. So chances are I've run into him or I fired him. So I'm thinking, have I remembered firing anybody for farting? I haven't done that yet, right? Uh, I've done it for BO, right? But not farting. But yeah. Can can you get fired for farting? Uh, You can. You can. If you do it enough with intent, you can. If it's a medical condition, we're going down the ADA route. But at the the end of the day, it still should not. Whatever you emit from your body should not affect or be offensive to anybody else around you. It's my emotional flatulence animal. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this guy is wow, making 
hundreds of thousands of dollars a year by recording himself farting. JC, so that I, I, I took a step back, right? Because I'm like, wait yeah. a minute. Brother, where do you and I go wrong in our life? Seriously. Uh, somewhere, obviously. Bro, because, <laughs> no, look, look. So <laughs> when I see somebody play video games and they stream it and they make millions, when I see somebody just put it on these weird shorts and start twerking, they make millions. Um, actually, I went, I went uh, to dinner with The Face and his family, right? And then uh, Little Face, his son and I, were having a really good conversation about TikTok and about YouTube and how this one of its favorite TikTok stars makes $150,000 every time she does a 15-second video mentioning an organization. Pretty wild, right? 15 seconds yeah. makes over $100,000, JC. Yeah, man. Where the hell did we go wrong? <laughs> I'll tell you where I went wrong on yeah. that TikTok account. I, I made it a uh, personal account. I It started as a personal account, then I made it a pro account. And then after being a pro account for a few weeks, I was like, yeah, I don't see the benefit of this. I didn't get it fully set up. So I switched it back to a personal account. And then I had a video uh, go viral. Yeah, and the barbecue one, right? Four million views. Yeah. <laughs> and if it would have remained a pro account, I would have actually gotten paid for that. Ah, you see? You went yeah. wrong there, brother. Yeah. I, I know exactly where I went wrong. So. <laughs> no, but yeah. you know what? So Littleface and I are talking, right? And because it's 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 interesting because I'm talking to him and I'm and he sees how baffled I am, right? And it was at that point where he sees how baffled I am that he realized the impact of what he's telling me. And it hit him because he's like, oh, my God, wait a minute. I can do that. Why am I going to school? Why am I going to all these? And I'm like, whoa, 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 stop, brother. Stop. No, I want you to yeah. go to school, man. <laughs> please, please do this not drop out. You need to have. No, I know. I know. So I, I, I saw him go that route. And the last thing I want is for the face and his wife to get mad at me because I talked to 14 year olds from dropping out of hey, middle school. <laughs> speaking about the face of the franchise, it's yeah. been a while since he's been on. It's yeah. been a while since there's been a lot going on due yeah. to the, uh, the emergent situation and, and the change in plans for me, uh, I'm I'm going to step up and encourage you to maybe reach out to him, see if he could uh, stand up and. We talked about it. Put the shoes in my place uh, for the uh, conference. He would be a great candidate, my friend. No, really he would. would. We talked about it. Um, that was uh, not the reason we went to dinner on 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 Friday night. We have a. Uh, a uh, a standing tradition of the second weekend of every year, our families get together and we got so so we were just talking about that. But we did start talking. I did tell him that uh, because of what's happening in New York State, the communist state of New York, that we can't uh, so that you won't be down here, right? So I did tell him, like, hey, I know it's last minute, brother, but if you can make it, he's like, no, nah, man, I can't do it, brother. I'm like, I get it, no problem. So I got you know, so Lucy's gonna come help me out. But we talked about that. But he did tell me. For Space Coast 2021, he is going to be there. That is plenty of time that we gave him. And uh, not giving away too many names. I don't want to name drop nothing right now, bro. But um, there are some other people. There are some other people that have been associated with the program over a span of time. That'd be great to uh, fill in in my place as well, should you need. Oh, and we. Recommendations. I can pull them out of my pocket. Then we'll talk. We talk off air. Yeah, yeah, hey, we'll uh, talk. With that being said, it is time for final thoughts and getting things wrapped up. I'm going to go first today. Yes, sir. Uh, my final thought being um, 
I really don't have any thoughts. <laughs> the, the, the current events and the news and everything happening, we, we really dissect. We stayed more current event based today than we normally do. There's so much going on. And many of these news stories that we delved into today happened in the past few hours. Yeah. If you are from any of the organizations that we read a story from today, I want to say you're welcome. You're welcome because Thank you, JC. we didn't have to read your article or a segment mm. of your article mm. or a clip of it. Preach it. We do not have sponsors, nor do we get paid for any of this. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying you're welcome because you were able to receive an amazing read <laughs> of some of your words from this golden voice on this show with some free promo to your website. Boom. Once again, if there's a concern with that, let's file it under educational informational. And please <laughs> reach out to Ricky Bias. He'll take care. That's right. With Let that, that's my final thought. Ricky, over to you. My final thoughts is, you know what, JC? I know, I know, that, look, you are a part of this show as much as I am a part of the show. So you and I both make up this show. I'd rather have you down here, but I completely understand, you know, your, your, your safety is, is more, it's paramount. And not only that, no, 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 but hear me out. Having to come down there and and roll in the mud. No, no, I know. I know. He just hear me out, dude. Good Lord. (laughs) I know. I know your safety is fine, but it's not fair for you to come down here and then go back up and be incarcerated for 14 days. Right. That that just isn't fair. Right. So. Yeah, you know, no, I get it because you have a family, you have to work, and you got to make a living. I completely understand that. But, you know, with that said, it's, I know that was a tough choice to make. And I know there's a lot of, and I know people are going to get tired of me saying this, this show and last show. But at the end of the day, folks, it's, it's, you know, be understanding, be flexible with people, try, make a goal to just make one person smile a day. I know this sounds really dumb and it sounds really fluffy. But at the end of the day, that's what I really want you to do. And that's what I want you to, to take away from this um, is just because right now we need more human compassion than what we've been able to exhibit before. Um, uh, we are able to exhibit it, but now this is a time for us to shine with it. So my final thoughts, be kind to each other, be nice to each other, help each other out. And whether is, you know, helping somebody cross the street or helping somebody with a resume, helping them get a job, especially right now, so many talent out there that it's furloughed. Let's make sure we make that happen. Are you hearing that feedback? Or is that just you and me? No, that's me. It's okay. I think JC froze. So um, I don't know if you can still hear me, JC. But with that said, let me go ahead and close out the show. Because I don't think he can hear okay. me. Oh, you can hear me. There you go. Because you froze for a second there. Go ahead. Yeah, there's some stuff going on. The internet is acting strange today. It's weird today. Uh, Zoom, for anyone that's not aware, went down yep. today uh, for a large portion of what turned out to be some of the first days at school and university for a lot of people. Uh, Zoom did come back up this afternoon, uh, but many businesses were definitely put out. Uh, some big stories out of Chicago on that one. So yeah, when uh, um, uh, JC sent me a uh, a message today uh, about about mid morning, say hey, FYI, something's going on with Zoom, and I didn't get to send it to you because I was so pissed. I had to do a new employer orientation this morning for about thirty associates via Zoom. Yeah, buddy, I know it wasn't working. We had to figure that out really quick <laughs> on 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 how to do that. When you're in your position doing that, it's a paid account. It's a paid account. Uh, yes. You're, you're not using the free access. You're oh, paying for that. They got a dissertation email from me and saying, yeah. come on, I pay a lot of money for this a year. This yeah. cannot happen in front of my brand new associates. 
bad way for me to start these associates with, with my organization. And at the same time, a press release came out today, not to go back into current events too much, <laughs> but talking about the integration between Microsoft Teams and Facebook, where the social media platform and the video tool for video conferencing and chatting will be oh. merging, blending, and presenting new options to the world. That came out during the blackout of Zoom today. Look that up. Check it out. I don't have the article. That's on my interesting. Quite interesting. <laughs> Please okay. take off your tinfoil hats at this time. Uh, mine's Ricky, welded on. That's all I got. That's all I got, too. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the show today. And on behalf of Ricky Baez, Senior Executive Lucy, the team, the face of the franchise, the little face, the littler face, who's also a friend of ours, but never on the show. Captain Dave, the numerous interns that have quit over the span of time, Ah. and to all the guests that have been on, we want to thank all of you for everything that you do, to include all of our listeners and followers in not just Silicon Valley, but all across India. Huge appreciation (laughs) for all of you. If you could, I'm JC. Drive safe. Have a good night.